today. Biden's disapproval rating soars to an all-time record high. The CDC changes their recommendation for booster shots yet again. I realize it's hard to keep up, so we will have the latest for you. Also, another hospital system warns of understaffing after firing their unvaccinated workers. Huh. I wonder how they got in that position. Well, we've got all that and more coming up, and it all starts right now. Welcome to the news and why it matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez. It is hump day. Happy hump day. Uh, I've got a full table today, which I am very excited about. We are joined today by Yakubuyans, host of the Yakubuyans show, also Blaze TV contributor. Thank you for being here. Thank you. Uh, also, on her maiden voyage on the show, we have the lovely Marie Oaks, who is uh, the, a writer at the Westphalian Times. Did I say that right? Yes. Westphalian. Westphalian Times. Uh, so, thank you for being here as well. No pressure, just don't screw it up. Thank you for having me here. <laughs> uh, also joined by Jason Buttrell, chief researcher of the Glenn Beck program, and man who reads all of the things that we don't want to read, so we pass it to him. Yes. I like that title better. I, I sound so stupid, so you're going to have to put up with me. I'm you like so self-conscious about it. It sounds so, so ridiculous. So it's just for anyone in the comments, <laughs> look, because they said it to me on Monday when I, I sounded very bad, but like I wasn't sick, but I sounded sick, and they were like, why are you there? You should have stayed home. You sound bad. I'm like, because I'm not a... Right. Wuss. Because we were here through COVID and I, ha and I had a, And day. I had a cold and I don't anymore, but my throat's still every messed up. Day. And I, I'm, I work for yes. a living. But, uh, yes. So that's Jason. But that's a weird thing. So like I did get tested because yeah. I was in another country. Yeah. But it was like, th that's the weird state that we're in right now. Even if you right. had the sniffles. Dude, the I freaking thought, sniffles. Dude, oh, oh my all gosh. All other illnesses have disappeared, right? Yeah. I all thought all I was going to get cold and seasonal allergies. Don't exist. I thought I was going to get kicked out of the grocery store right. the other day. Just I like, I yeah. just had the tickle in my throat and like you have to cough and I just kept coughing and I was like, someone's about to come up and tell me to leave because they're going to think that I like have COVID and I don't. Uh, but yes, this is the state of our affairs right now. Um, speaking of which, let's get into Joe Biden's disapproval ratings. So uh, his disapproval rating soared to a record high. This was this poll was taken in. It was still December. So December 2021, uh, as voters showed widespread frustration with his handling of the economy. This is according to uh, CNBC change poll record 56 percent of respondents said they disapprove of the work biden has done as president uh, and this is that that's the worst reading that he's had so far um, his current approval rating is 44 percent this is of course another consistent decline from the the previous readings in september and april uh 46 percent and 51 percent respectively and uh, the economy remains a top priority for voters of all demographics Shocking. I know it's shocking that when you uh, trash the economy so much that people are paying, what, 50 percent more for yeah. a tank of gas and groceries and meat and all of these other things, they don't tend to like it. And I think maybe the mean tweets sound really, really good right about now mm -hmm. uh, as people are doing things like buying food for their family and uh, filling up their car so that they can go to work. And, you know, I don't, I hate to say I told you so. You know, yeah, I wish on, on some of these polls that they would just lie and say that you do support him. Because at this point, it seems like 
like bitching. And I'm sorry, but you're not allowed to bitch about this. Like, what was it Thomas Jefferson's quote was, uh, you know, the government that you elect is the government yep. that you deserve. Yeah. yeah, This is absolutely what you deserve. And if you were stupid enough, yes, if you were stupid enough to vote for Joe Biden because he said he was going to get rid of a airborne virus, you're dumb. Right, right, right. right. Thought that their entire campaign was, oh, it's Donald Trump's fault. You're stupid if you believe that. If you believe they're stupid optics, remember when they have like little hula hoops and they would, you know, have people yes. all spaced out yeah. and stuff? Sorry and that, that, that right. was the reason that they only had like four people at the Joe Biden campaign events. Right, right. Was the social distancing with yeah, the hula well, hoops. I mean, campaign where they're honking their horns because they can't clap or whatever. But to your point, though, Mr. Popularity, the greatest president of all time, the guy who got a higher black vote than Barack Obama, mm. has fallen to 44%. I think it should be like 24%. But the percentage points of people who did vote for him, I agree with you. You don't get to complain right now. You go pay. What did we hear the other day? You know, $5 for regular gas in California, $7 for premium. Eat it. Yeah. If Congratulations. If you're an independent, it was like, you know what? Yeah, I'm just going to vote for him this yeah. time. Because yeah, Donald Trump hurt my feelings. He hurt, yeah, he was a little brash. He's really whatever. mean. Did you not listen to what they were saying? Yeah. The entire time. They, they were pretty much saying when, you know, Barack Obama said he was going to fundamentally transform the country. They're saying we're going to deliver on that. Mm. But and I also saw that. There's people on the streets, even though the economy is doing so terribly, there were so many young people being like, it doesn't affect me, so I don't really care. And I think, <laughs> like you said, they are just complaining at this point. They don't really care how it's affecting them until it really yeah. starts hurting them. A lot of these people don't drive. They're city goers. They're taking public transit until it starts hitting them, until their public mm. transit, you know, these costs rise then that's might be the time they actually start caring. But right now, not really. I, the main complaint I'm seeing from his voters is COVID. And in that article, they were even talking about how his uh, rate is so bad for COVID response, and that's what he ran on for. Right. Yeah, he, I'm going to shut down the virus. He didn't yeah, just yeah. say it once. He said it a virus. many, many, many times. I'm going to shut down the yeah. virus, which, uh, I'm going to let you get your yeah. point in, but which I hear that and I'm like, how could voters possibly be so stupid that they think that one man, you know, they wanted to put it all at the feet of Donald Trump. And I'm like, you, one person cannot control the spread of a freaking respiratory virus. Like, that, that's not how things work. Right, and Biden said he could. And, and now he like, says he can't. I know, I know. And it's like, I mean, shame on them for even believing him. But also, it's like, yeah, you guys are getting what you deserve, I think that's I Jason's point. You yeah. know, if you're dumb enough, and it is, dumb is the word to determine. I mean, if, if, if you're at that low a level of an IQ to believe, you know, preposterous statements like that, like I can shut down a virus or I can single-handedly turn the economy around or this time around we're going to, you know, be for all Americans where historically that party's never been, then you kind of, you know, you got to have to eat this cake. You help you mm -hmm. create it, you know, this is it. But for the rest of us, it's wake-up time. For the conservatives, we will get a window here. This is 2022. Will we screw we, it up? We though? will get a window. And Don't will they do screw it, it up. But will they do anything different? No, but no. That's what we're saying here. We're saying, no. are we going to screw it up again? We will get an opportunity with a two-minute drill in the fourth quarter to go win the game. Mm-hmm. Will we have a play? Yeah, I'm that's a great point. I'm really curious how far, because they've made this bed. They, they really have to sleep in it now. You can't just all of a sudden go can't back. Walk it back yeah. It's hard for them to walk. They were doing it a little bit, mm -hmm. like when we saw Fauci. Yeah, like when, remember, we were saying for the longest time, like you keep concentrating and harping on, on cases. Like why are you concentrating on cases? Right. 
just look at look at the hospitalizations and, and deaths. deaths. Can, yeah. can we do that now? Fauci is saying, well, you know, some of these kids are, you know, going to the hospital, but mm -hmm. not with COVID. They, I mean, not because of COVID. Yeah. They had COVID yeah. when they went like, in there. Oh, really? Oh, so you're doctoring huh. the numbers there oh. a little bit, huh? So the numbers are not accurate. That's weird. Right. I feel but, like if only someone brought that up at the time. But right. It's also mm. sort of like how you're seeing all these Democratic governors. They're telling schools don't close the schools, and all the teacher yeah. unions, unions want to close it. Yeah. Chicago today yeah. is out of school. Yeah out of session and the mayor doesn't want it, but she was also the one who was going on about, oh, we need the vaccine passport because it's so dangerous. Well, then the teachers kind of have a point if you're saying what you're actually saying to be true. Mm -hmm. But we obviously know that's not the case. Yeah, the unions that are revealing themselves exactly, again, what we, what we said, yeah. they don't give a crap about the no. kids. They give a crap about the union as an organization, and the teachers give a crap about the teachers. They don't care about their teachers. members. The but unions don't care about their out. members. No, if no. a union cared about their members, their very job as a union is to pr protect what? Employment and income. A union wouldn't then walk with the president and shut down the economy. The demographic you're talking about earlier, maybe they don't take public, you know, they take public transport. But another part is they get mailbox money. They've got mailbox money. And, and it doesn't affect me because mom or dad yeah. or big brother, which is Uncle Sam, is taking care of me. Yeah. It's going to hit him like a truck, Mack truck in the face at some point. Here. And at the end of the day, I'm still saying this. Americans will, when the time is right, vote their wallet. Yeah. And that's what you're seeing right now. The I, wallet is starting to hurt. And, and, that, and I am getting a little bit, I guess, hopeful that as the more that they push the moment we yes. said they can't walk us back, it seems like they continue to have to double down. Mm -hmm. Like I remember when Italy was closing down, we were over here, we said, oh, we'd never do that. Mm -hmm. Then 15 days to slow the spread happened. We're like, oh, crap. And then we kept saying it never happened here. No, it's kept on happening here. Mm -hmm. Today, Italy, do you see this? Today, Italy made it compulsory yep. for 50 and over people to get, get vaxxed. Mm -hmm. you know, Again, is, don't, don't laugh that off and go, oh my gosh, it's the Italians, you know, they have that Mussolini. Yeah. That'll happen here yeah. if yeah. they keep going that direction. This is that Casino Royale scene, right? Where we don't see the cards and they go all in. And now finally we're seeing the cards and they're sitting with a two and a three, right? They got nothing, but they went all in. You can't, you can't walk that back as they're trying, but I think it's going to burn them bad. We just should be ready. Yeah. Uh, Marie, I want to go back to something you said, which I thought was a great point. Uh, if Republicans do get in office, are they going to do anything differently? I think history would tell us, very recent history, if we're talking 2016, would tell us no, right? Because what, I mean, what did they do while they were in office? They had a chance to do something on big tech. I'm not saying I know all of the answers, but they kept complaining about it, yet they didn't do anything about mm -hmm. it. Of course, uh, you know, very famously or infamously, they kept saying that they were going to, they were campaigning and winning, saying that they were going to repeal Obamacare. They never did. I mean, like, there are so many things that they have said that they were going to do and didn't do it. Um, should voters expect anything different this time around? I mean, it's hard to say because, you know, the future is uncertain and things could change. Who knows? But it's interesting when we look at places that do have conservative leadership. Let's look at places in Canada, Ontario and Alberta. Mm -hmm. They both have conservative leadership and pandemic wise, Alberta, um, I mean, Ontario just went back under lockdown. So mm. in terms of pandemic, will they really change the tune because voters and a lot of the public want more restrictions, as scary as it might be for many people. There's a lot of people who are like, oh, Texas, or no one can wear masks, no one should wear masks. Oh, people should, people should. There is this mentality, and it is really strong. The government should take care of you. And also, we sort of live in a state now that it's a media-run state mm -hmm. instead of like a state-run media, mm -hmm. like say in Canada where the media is funded by the government. But even here, we have it where the media really does 
drive the agenda. So when the media wants these restrictions, a lot of times Republicans will cave. We saw it time and time with Trump when the media would yell at him, berate him about issues. He would backtrack on policies or, you know, start changing things. So who really knows? On that point, I will say that I I won't forgive the Trump administration for, I mean, they were the ones that started the lockdowns, right? Well, I mean, yes. Like, it wasn't a federal mandate. Sure, but I mean, right. but like all they, but they, they recommended, they recommended, right? That, they recommended it, and the first yes. stimulus, and the yeah. first stimuluses yes. started under yes. that, yes. and that, yes. that that crap 100%. pisses me off. Yes, to, to no it was very popular, and there's a lot of leftists I'm seeing on Twitter who are giving credit to. Republicans like Trump for doing the $2,000 check saying, oh, now we have a Democrat in office and we have X amount of more cases per day, but we're not getting a stimulus check. So I am seeing leftists being like, we'll tip off our hat to Trump for doing that, which is That's kind of an That's not what I want the credit for. Yeah. I, I, don't so, want, yeah. I don't want the no. credit for that, please. So, so crazy. They, so during that time, they, in, they admitted to doing this. It was a forced recession. I don't think it's ever happened in history. It was a forced recession to make make people stay in their homes. That's insane. Now think think back, what, 2019. It was historic economic times here. Every trans, uh, what do they call that? Uh, Transsectional, whatever, group that they try to put us in, Mm -hmm. you know, where it's Mm -hmm. race, gender, whatever. Intersectional. Intersectional, Mm -hmm. thank you. We're all at historic highs. They had nothing to complain about on that. It was outstanding. Then forced recession. Jason, I don't think, and look, I'm an immigrant, and I've been in this country for a long time, but I don't think historically we have ever had that, a forced recession. No. Ever. Mm-hmm. Uh-uh. In this country. Um, maybe in Europe, for sure, because it just goes back so far, and I can recall some situations in Europe, but never in the U.S. And, and what does that benefit? I'm sorry, I, I, my tinfoil hat goes on. <laughs> but it, instantly, we start getting used to UBI-type yes, you know, yeah, programs. Yeah, Absolutely. There's, I mean, it just ended, but like the child tax thing. Yep. Yeah, but it's putting people on the teeth. It's just getting the dependent. Exactly, exactly. It's the dole. It's the British dole. And you, and I still say, anybody show me where you really did that, where you get to take it back. You do not yeah. get to take no. it back. Yeah. And Marie beyond that, that really helped corporations because what I, w- I like to bring it back to Canada because it's very near and dear to me. But in Canada, we were seeing all the premiers were in talks with the lobby groups that were all corporations. They weren't talking to small businesses and how mm-hmm. these policies are going to affect them. They were doing the bidding of corporations and corporations really were the winners of the pandemic and Mm -hmm. all the lockdowns. And now Canada, large sleuth of Canada is now back under lockdowns. Who is that going to help? Corporations, Amazon. That's the great reset. That's the great reset. reset. Public private partnerships. The big corporations. Larger monopolies. What what, what did they do during that time? The small businesses had to shut down. The big uh, corporations, they didn't. And they still are. And it still are. In Canada, it's so sad because all the bars, all the restaurants in Quebec and in Ontario, the gyms are closed. They closed houses of worship. Yeah, it's insane. Mm-hmm. You can't go worship whatever your God is. Yeah. That's against the Charter of Rights in Canada. Imagine that was to happen in the U.S. And I'm pretty sure no, it, did. it did happen. Yeah, we, it did. What are you talking about? It did Where happen. is yeah. people's up in arms? We had Rodney yeah. Howard Brown yeah. in Texas, a South African pastor, was thrown in jail. You had a Canadian pastor thrown in jail when he landed back in Canada. It was in the U.S. No, they did shut churches down here. But we have the First Amendment. You don't. And, and well, it's still, more, but they still have they some, do, it's in but their it's law. It's more yeah. egregious in the U.S. I mean, that I agree. We allowed. Well, the oh, Constitution is a lot allowed. stronger in the U.S. <laughs> yeah. than yeah, Canada yes. because yes. there is a clause in the Canadian Constitution that you can 
void it, but that wasn't implemented. It right. didn't happen. But right. the court system there is just so corrupt that when it was brought to court, the courts were like, no, no, the emergency makes sense. This is really dangerous. We have to do this. But I'm still questioning why are Americans still okay with the things that are currently going on? On January 20th, mm -hmm. I think we have a travel vaccine. All of the new green card people, they need to get the vaccine. They have to. In order to become yeah. a U.S. citizen, you now have to get the vaccine. I think that's wrong. Why are Americans totally just like, oh, whatever, it's not affecting us. It's going to affect our new citizens. Mm -hmm. But oh, well, sucks for them. Uh, I'm just going to say you're going to fit in great here. Uh, all right, we've got more to come. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Built Bar. So uh, if you love a good snack, maybe you have a sweet tooth and you like to snack throughout the day, but you don't want to expand your waistline while doing so, especially those of you who have made your New Year's resolution. What is it? I forget the percentage of people who make their New Year's resolution like it's losing high. weight. It's, it's really freaking high. Built so Bar. I know there's a lot of you out there. That is your New Year's resolution. If you have not yet tried Built Bar, you have to, okay? They've got a ton of different flavors and it is a protein bar. So you're eating something that's gonna be high in protein, low in calories, uh, high in fiber, low in sugar. It's, it pairs well with keto diets, which I do. I love Built Bar, I eat them. I, embarrassingly, I eat maybe several a day. I don't know. I don't want to talk about it, okay? I have an addiction. It's not a problem, though, because the good news is it tastes like a candy bar, so you're going to think that you're eating something that's bad for you, but you're not. You're not going to cheat on your diet. You're going to stay on track, all right? Now, uh, you can go to built.com, use promo code NEWS15 to save 15% off of your order. Like I said, a ton of different flavors. You've got to go to the website and check them out. That is promo code NEWS15 for 15% off over at built, B-U-I-L-T dot the CDC uh, is now recommending that people get a booster shot only five months after being vaccinated with the Pfizer BioNTech COVID-19 vaccine. They said uh, today the CDC is updating our recommendation for when many people can receive a booster shot, shortening the interval from six months to five months for people who received this particular vaccine. Uh, this means that people can, I love how they say this, they can now receive an mRNA booster shot five months after As completing. If we wanted it. Yes, they're like, congratulations, yeah. you guys. Now you can take your booster shot sooner yeah. because they work so well. Thank you. It no, just thank means you. the vaccines are working. Whenever you have to shorten the interval to get the booster, it only means that the vaccines are working. And I don't want to hear your hate mail because if you don't understand sarcasm, I can't help you. Mm -hmm. Sarah, I can't help you. Sarah, I think it was July, you and me, and I said it on this show, remember, these corporate CEOs of Pfizer, Moderna, Merck, all these guys, they dance according to the quarterly reports. You watch. Mm -hmm. The booster is creeping closer and closer and closer to the quarterly reports. They will bring it down to three months. 100%. They will bring it down to three months, and you'll get a booster every three months. And Pfizer, again, we know this, number one stock held in Washington, D.C. is Pfizer stock. They will bring it as close as possible. This is 100% driven by the financial market. Let, let, me, let me also add into the conversation here. Um, they also announced that, that they are recommending that moderately or severely immunocompromised 5 to 11-year-olds receive an additional primary dose of the vaccine 28 <laughs> days after their second Who are not at shot. risk. Come try. Who are not at risk. Come try, please. I Somebody. know, when I read that, I was like, yeah. that's yeah. insane. That's yeah. even shorter than, like, say, older people in yeah. their 80s. 28 days. No. 
28 freaking days. By the way, I still, I, ha I haven't seen, like, we, no. we haven't done the studies on this for kids, for these booster shots that they're talking about. Like, there are, we don't have long-term data on this There's to no know how it's going to affect them. Anybody. Adults. Uh, well, I know, but I'm just saying for the kids, you would think they don't, they're not at risk for this. Why are you going to keep giving them these boosters, um, it's almost like there's a conflict of interest here. Uh, meanwhile, I saw a story yesterday that Pfizer, um, the government was doubling their order of, I believe it was Pfizer's, uh, mm -hmm. antiviral pill for COVID-19. Yep. And it's just like, I mean, of course they're going to recommend this because why wouldn't they? The government keeps buying up all of their, that's like an awesome way to make money. Oh, like, yeah, whatever yeah. we make, the government's going to yeah. buy for this. We of course, we're going to make the vaccine. The vaccine doesn't work. Yeah, we're going to give you an antiviral pill on top of that. They're sure. going to buy that too. That's yeah. awesome. Now they care about treatments. Yeah. Yes, Got it. Now I know. They care about yeah. treatments. That's exactly. what I'm saying. Well, mm -hmm. I wonder like if the government hadn't bought all these vaccines and now, like you said, these pills, would as many people have taken it if they had to go out of their pockets, spend maybe like the 25 bucks. I feel like you've been a little less likely yeah. because it's kind of like in Canada, the government also buys the drugs. Drugs will be cheaper, but it's like a similar model is happening where it's going to create more people to actually be like, okay, it's free. Why not just give it a go? Do they Marie do that? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah. Do they do that in Canada normally though? Wholesale. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Okay. But, but you because we don't, this is so new for yes, us. Exactly. Like we're just like, what, at what point does the government say, okay, we took care of the beginning of this. Now, like we need to back off and let them like maybe the health insurance carriers decide that they're going to cover it. Like whatever the case may be, but like, the government continue in America continuing to be involved in purchasing all of these drugs is so freaking bizarre. And the U.S. government is paying so much more per dose, per pill <laughs> yeah. than other countries. Yeah. Like Canada is getting a better deal. All over <clears throat> Europe, they're getting a way better deal mm -hmm. than the U.S. The U.S. is just spending you're out the water. To sound like, you're yeah. starting to sound like Trump. Which, we need a better deal. But and let me, let me, but let me just, yeah. let me just, I, I, I mistakenly said the U.S. I'm sorry. I mean the taxpayers. Yeah. That's what I mean. That's I mean you. What I want, that's what I wanted to say yes. to you, Marie. Yes. Look, yeah. I lived in Canada. Look at your tax rate. Nothing is free. Yeah. Nothing is free. I could give you a bottle of water well, farm, now. Pharma is not someone, included in health insurance in Canada. No, you have to pay for it out pocket. The taxpayer pays. The tax, you're always here. When they hand out pills, they can hand out vaccines. You, you say, well, if they had to pay, if they physically had to shell out $25, yes, less would take it, but they're still paying. And the illusion, the smoke yeah, screen just, is yeah. you're not paying. That's a lie. Yeah. You are paying. The taxpayer in this country is paying for dang everything, and they just print money like water. So we are paying, and, and that's the big, the, the big fleecing is it's free. Mm -hmm. right? And therefore, take it. Okay, I'll take yeah. it. It's free. Yeah, those, free. those white knight big pharmaceutical companies just giving these freely. And the fleecing That's goes even further than that. I think it's a lot more nefarious than that because, you know, as we had talked about on the show, and Glenn did a special on it, I mean, I just saw over the Christmas holidays that Moderna dropped their uh, their final lawsuit or, like, uh, you know, their, their contention with the government on how much the government owns of the patent. They dropped it. Right. So they, they were they were fighting back and forth with each other. Now they dropped it. Well, I've looked at the financial information. I mean, we were talking about this the other day. Mm -hmm. uh, I, straight up, I've seen it's 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 I think it's still on the, you know, the website that we have. But there's no kidding. There's the 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 bank account at the Fed that Moderna had to make a lump sum to the federal government yep. when they signed that that agreement. 
and that and it goes on to, uh, to, to talk about every year. But I guess your, depending on your PPP, there's your public-private partnership. Wait, that's exactly what it there is. There we go again. And I was going to go further. On into behalf that, but, of the American people. But every year, that's an annual payment based off of how much they make. Yep. So we're paying for it, like you pointed out, through our tax dollars. But the government is getting this. It's weird. It's in a roundabout way. They're getting a lot of the percentage of that back into their own coffers. Of course. Yeah. Which I don't know what they're doing with. But to your point, that's a very good point about the public-private partnership. Yeah. Because what they're basically building is, through that partnership, is their own version of like an NHS, right? Mm-hmm. 100%. So eventually they've got all these pharmaceutical companies that were independent. This is at the highest degree. Yeah. Well, they, they were independent working on, the, on, on their own. Now they're getting more and more intertwined with the government. They're in you know, business deals with them to where the government owns the money back and forth. It's only a matter of time before, I mean, we already spend more money than the entire world on our jacked up, you know, health system yeah. before it's just completely They're just smarter than Africa. In Africa, the presidents are so corrupt, they just go nationalize the mines, right? This is a form of nationalization, <coughs> a.k.a. Canada, right? But it on paper looks separate, but it's really not. Dude, In it's the backroom a, deal, it's not. It's, it's, 20, it's 21st century fascism. Exactly. It's fascism without the 1930s uh, exactly. nationalism. Yep. That's, what it, that's what it's turning into. The 100%. government is saying, hey, we'll allow you to have your company, right, yeah. under our rules. That's right. And we're going to make money off of it. And you see, like, they're totally dis-pushing like, the Johnson & Johnson vaccine because there is no money to be made with that. It, it doesn't have a patent. Like, anywhere you go, you can barely find that if you are seeking it out. Like, blood clots may be a problem, too. But for males, it's a lot more safe. The other vaccines also had the blood clots. <laughs> and that's a good point, because the but government Johnson didn't Johnson have it. Johnson had that really marketing. Like, they made the, they really were targeting them whenever they talked about the blood clots. Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, uh, all the news stories were all Johnson & Johnson. Oh, bec- oh of course. Because, yeah. kill, because kill the government. Johnson yeah. Johnson, because yeah. we yeah. can't yeah. make money. Yeah, we eliminate can't the competition them. there. Well, the, yeah, the government had, did, did not collaborate with Johnson Johnson to make that vaccine. They did with the mRNA ones. I'm sure what her point was. And it's yeah. Yeah. You can't just keep yeah. boosting the hell out of that thing. Yeah. Yeah. And you can't find it anywhere. Like yeah. My friends, they'll look for it because they're males. They don't want the heightened risk of the other vaccines. And Johnson Johnson is a little safer for younger males. Can't find it. Yeah. That's the you know what's also want. safe? You know what's Johnson also Johnson safe? CEO in here. Your natural immune system. That is. Uh-huh. <laughs> when you're a young man, that's all. Come I'm on. Yeah, but if you Come need to saying. travel for work, you know, at the end of the day, you got to do it sometimes. If if you really want to go somewhere, you no, don't got to. I don't want to go somewhere that badly. But if you want, I'm so glad you're not. Yeah. I don't want to go somewhere that badly. No. All right, we've got more to come. First, we want to thank our sponsor Raycon. So, all right. Here is the thing. I know, like, we talked about New Year's resolutions earlier. Maybe some of you didn't make a resolution, and I get it. But that doesn't mean you shouldn't still find a way to shake things up. Maybe it's like switching up your workout routine or going someplace new. But whatever way you want to challenge yourself this new year, there is no better way to do it than with a pair of Raycon wireless earbuds in your ears. I own them. I bought them for my mother. Um, These are really the best way to bring audio with you because no matter how you like to, you know, uh, maybe you're listening to a podcast like maybe you're listening to your favorite news podcast. Maybe you're listening to music. They're not going to fall out of your ears, even if you're like running, doing cardio, doing whatever in your workout. They stay in your ears. They don't have those stupid stems that come down and you're like, why do I need the stems? They're just weighing down my ears. It just makes these fall out all the time. They don't have those. They fit very comfortably in your ears. They have these gel tips for the perfect in-ear fit. Um, you can exchange them depending on how big your ear is. They offer also they also offer eight hours of playtime, a 32-hour battery life. Uh, they are priced just right. You're going to get that quality audio at half the price of other premium audio brands. Right now, you can get 15% off of their Raycon order at buyraycon.com 
slash Y. That is B-U-Y. Buyraycon.com slash Y. That is 15% off. Buyraycon.com slash Y. Shockingly, the New York Times uh, made this report actually like published it, which again, I I find very shocking. They said that uh, certain types of prenatal tests used to identify rare genetic disorders are inaccurate up to 85% of the time. Uh, The tests apparently utilize a relatively new technology. It uses a small sample of maternal blood to screen for chromosomal abnormalities in the fetus. Um, And uh, they've, you know, they've got the test for Down syndrome, but they've got them for a, a plethora of other abnormalities and uh, rare genetic disorders that result from gene microdeletions. Um, but the Times looked at five of these uh, very popular microdeletion tests, and um, there were a bunch of them as like one of them associated with heart defects, inaccurate 81% of the time when the result is positive. Mm. Uh, there were four other ones that had drastically inflated positive rates. One was 80% inaccurate, another was 84, 86, 93% chance uh, that a positive result was incorrect. And remember, I mean, these are these are test results that people are getting. And oftentimes, um, the woman, even with the doctor who's saying, your baby will not survive this. Mm-hmm. If, mm-hmm. You, if you end up having this Life-changing baby- Life-changing decisions. Mm-hmm, your, ba- your baby will not survive this. The right thing to do is to go ahead and terminate the pregnancy. And, and women are like, caught in this situation where they have uh, this this horrible decision to make, and they're making this decision based on a test that oftentimes can be 93% inaccurate when it says that that it's positive. Like, it's mind-blowing to me that they're even using these. Sarah, if you said something is 93% accurate, you'll have people say, yeah, but 7% mm-hmm. could be wrong. It's inverted. Right. Tell you a real life story real quick. Girl named Katie, personal friend, uh, 30 weeks pregnant, do the test. They say, no chance, no chance. Your baby's going to be a vegetable, will not live, will not feed itself, will never be anything. Prayer line starts, our prayer circles, you know, we go to faith. Katie goes, I'm going to trust God no matter what it is. We're going to care for this child. That child is not just healthy. The child is near perfect. I can't even tell you how many stories I've heard about. Nothing wrong. Same thing. To the moment of birth, we're all still praying, Mm -hmm. and a baby comes out, nothing wrong. If for a moment, Katie did not have the support system, or the family, or the friends that said, we're with you, we're going to stand through you, that is a forced abortion on the hands of a doctor, where a doctor recommended to abort pregnancy. Mm -hmm. Okay, this happens thousands of times a day. And let me just add to the conversation really quickly, because I think this is an important point as well. Um, the, and again, shocking coming from this particular publication, but uh, they reviewed 17 patient and doctor brochures from eight of the testing companies. These are including LabCorp, Quest, and a bunch of smaller other competitors. So like bi- like very yeah. notoriety. Yeah. No- thank you. Yeah. Uh, and it says 10 of the brochures never even mentioned that a false positive can happen. Sure. Only one mentioned how often each test gets positive results wrong, um, and uh, the FDA considered regulating these tests, but they backed away. But I see the issue with this is the idea that people really don't want to accept that there are uncertainties in life. Mm -hmm. They want to know, even if it is a false positive and a really high false positive, this can bring us back to the pandemic, taking these tests that may 
oftentimes have false positives or false negatives, where people need to sometimes accept that there are risks to life, there are uncertainties. Just don't take you know, these tests sometimes. And if you do get a result, kind of just like be like, weigh your conscience. Don't mm -hmm. always just right away, oh, this is gonna ruin my life, it's gonna be horrible. You have to just accept that in life there are uncertainties not everything's going to go as planned. And I think in society, we've moved in such a way where with technology, with AI, people want to know things right away. They mm -hmm. want to know the answer. They refuse to have any uncertainties in their life. And this story really illustrates something we're seeing in all dynamics of our lives. Yeah, they and they, not only do they want to know the answer, they want uh, just to kind of bring us back full circle. They want the medical community to eliminate any risk of illness, Quick disorder, yeah, anything. They just you just need to to be uh, removed, live in a bubble, be removed from any risk of any sort of illness or or anything being wrong with you, Jason. Yeah, I mean it's heartbreaking just to think about how many people took these tests and chose to yeah. kill yep. their child. Yep. And um, for something like Down syndrome, like right? Because that's insane. You know, I know 100%. people with Down syndrome. <clears throat> I worked with people with special needs and. Doesn't make them less of a person. Mm -hmm. It doesn't make them less worthy Some of, of the life. Most beautiful people. But it also mm -hmm. doesn't always hinder their ability mm -hmm. to live life yeah. normally. Yep. So many people have jobs. So many people live a very fulfilling life doing different aspects of part of our economy or just part of our lives in general. And there's such a, you know, we don't value people with disabilities the way we should in a lot of societies. Mm -hmm. And we're definitely seeing in the EU, this is where a lot of these tests are done and abortions are done, where you are seeing really, really reduced rates of things like Down syndrome. But it's like at what cost? Because like you said, uh, there's yeah. a lot of false positivity. The so how many people are dying who maybe shouldn't be? The same people who would call us ableists, yeah. right? Like you're exactly. an ableist, but we want to eliminate Down syndrome people from even living. Exactly. It's and very we, wild. I, I really, I'm assuming, and I shouldn't, but I'm assuming you're you're a Gen Zer, all right? So, but but if you are- She's like, I'm not gonna confirm if, it to if, well, if like, you are, it. you're a late millennial Gen Zer. If you are, your position is really unique for that population. And I, and I appreciate it, I really do. Because I really believe to support your point, we're in a society and a culture now that does not want adversity. Right. Any adversity. Yeah. You cannot grow muscle without tearing muscle. Mm -hmm. You cannot grow in life without adversity. You go back as a society. There's Elon Musk two days ago saying, if we don't start having more children, society is going to crumble. Well, having more children is more adversity, it's more challenge. Yes, we need more challenge. We need more adversity in life. We need to, to build some resilience. We don't need a quick fix vaccine. It's, but it's you, also, you, you brought up an insanely good point yes. and you added on to it. Absolutely. I almost wish the entire show could be about this. Yes, I remember there was a, do you remember there was an awful Clint Eastwood movie about those kids on the train, the 1530 to Paris or yes. whatever? Yeah. So you should watch that trailer. I've watched it about a thousand times. But there's like this motivational speaker, maybe he's a preacher, I'm not sure, but he's giving this talk over, you know, it's the voiceover over the trailer, exactly what you just said and what you just said. But basically it was like, you know, the majority of us go through life trying to avoid pain, trying mm -hmm. to avoid, you know, any kind of hardship. And that is what makes us who we are. Mm -hmm. Like when you, when you get, go through something, you have pain, you have hardship, you build yourself up and you're a completely different person, better person after going through it. But now the mentality definitely is that. It's like, I wanna try to take the route that is the most least resistant, 
easiest way possible, stay in the basement, you know, get, get my gender studies degree, you know, the easiest thing possible, and, and then live off of mom and dad again for the rest mm -hmm. of my life, or whatever. But, I mean, it's, it's, it's turning us into, am I allowed to say bitches on the show all the yeah, time? Yeah. Yeah. It's turning and us into a nation of bitches, yeah. is what Super it really weak. is. But it's like, I'm so getting in trouble for that. No, but it's bad. like there's so many girls my age who are like, I don't want to have kids, it's such a burden, See? I right. want to have fun, and it's yeah. like... To have kids have no, is no part purpose. of life. It's to life. have kids is going to be yeah, bothersome. The it's most amazing thing you will ever do. Absolutely. But it's also going to be the pull, hardest Yes, thing. it makes you want to pull your hair out, but it is it's the most rewarding better. experience you will ever have. They just don't understand that. Um, all right, we've got more to come, but uh, first we want to thank new sponsor of the show. I'm really excited about this one, Policy Genius. So... Those of you, uh, most of you out there have someone relying on your financial support. Maybe it's a child, maybe it's an aging parent, maybe it's a business partner, whoever it is, you are going to need life insurance. I know it's a very, like, <clears throat> it's a weird thing to talk about because people don't want to think about what happens when you, like, we are all mere mortals. We are, I, I hate to break it to you guys, but we are all going to die someday. Someday we're all going to die and you need that peace of mind to know that you have life insurance and if something happens to you, your loved ones are going to have a financial cushion to be able to pay for things like rent, mortgage payments, loans, educational costs, all of the everyday expenses that they will you know, be in trouble if you don't have this life insurance. By the way, even if you're covered by your job, that's usually not enough. Most people need up to 10 times more to properly provide for their families. Now, policy genius i you i used like two years ago maybe like way before i even talked to them about being a sponsor on the show i use policy genius i'm telling you it is very easy you need to go there okay you can go to policygenius.com answer a couple questions about yourself and it's very very easy in just minutes you can work out how much life insurance coverage you need then you can compare personalized quotes to find your best price so they're not the ones who are actually like providing the life insurance they're just they're like the middleman who's going to show you all of the different options and let you pick what fits for you they've got a bunch of licensed ex experts that will also help you understand the options and apply for the right policy they work for you not the insurance companies which is huge they're also not going to add extra fees or sell your information. It really is like you are benefiting wholly from this and it is completely free to you. You could say 50% or more uh, by comparing quotes with Policy Genius. You got to go there. Like I said, it's very easy. I use it. Uh, make sure that you do not leave your loved ones hanging. Go to policygenius.com to get your free life insurance quotes and see how much you could save. That is policygenius.com. Resident YouTube blowhard, this is what the article says, Ethan Klein took, I know, I didn't know who he was either, but he's like, I get, he has a blue check mark on Twitter, so I don't know, whatever, if you want to follow him, I, I, whatever. Uh, he took aim at uh, Joe Rogan, criticizing him for his health and pandemic-related advice. Uh, it did not go well for Ethan Klein uh, in his, he tried, he tried very hard to own Joe Rogan, it, it went about as well as you would think. Uh, so Ethan Klein, uh, so Marie was just telling me, I'm, I was not familiar with him. He, he's, he is not a fit person, I would say. And he eats Domino's in all of his videos. And his wife in almost every single video he does, she's like, you need to lose weight, you need to lose weight. I've been trying to get him on a new diet. He doesn't want to eat and then he just orders Domino's. It's like, this guy is not a beacon of health, and he's always slamming Joe Rogan. I think at the end of the day, he really just wants, he wants Joe Rogan to go on his yeah, podcast. Yeah, 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 he wants the publicity. Well, he tweeted out, Joe Rogan, who lives on elk meat, 
egg yolk and human growth hormone with lungs full of tar thinks he's healthier than everyone. Uh, this MFR is such a bitch that when he got COVID, he threw the kitchen sink at it. If you're so healthy, just write it out like you say a man should. Dude has caused so much vaccine hesitancy and misinformation, and he doesn't even have the balls to stand by the stuff he preaches. He, now he's on a show talking about how fat people should just die of COVID. And this is the same guy who also told people, just listen to the, what the CDC says. Why do you have to think? Why do you have to think for yourself? They're doing it for you. He literally said that. So, I mean, I, I understand why he's making these comments that Joe Rogan is this, that, and the other, because he is... He said it himself. He's not going to think for himself. I also think it's it's very much mischaracterizing what Joe like Joe Rogan didn't say if you're fat you should die of COVID, did he? He was just pointing out that like there's going to be a problem there if you have comorbidities, including look, look you're no, doing this to your so you're you're treating your own body poorly. Yeah, look, number one, this guy obviously knows nothing about Rogan because Rogan's fan base will decimate him yeah. because these this is UFC fans the most loyal you don't, what, you don't think this guy you don't think this guy okay. is man look at this manly looking guy <laughs> posing guy next right to now. Joe Rogan so, so here's the deal number one Rogan pose. is not because I, I really like Rogan and and we have some friends Rogan is not on HGH number one he's not on human growth hormone number two he threw the kitchen sink at it all with a lot of natural remedies mm -hmm. so much so that a friend of his Right, called Aaron Rodgers, went on the same protocol, which now the NFL, wink, wink, is recommending Joe Rogan's protocol to <laughs> all current players who have been vaccinated <laughs> and are getting COVID. So, Klein, shut your pie hole, literally. Stop talking and stop eating. <laughs> yeah, shut your pie hole for multiple reasons, most of which your health. I think it's crazy that there's a lot of these people on the left now that are they see Rogan finally as a threat, right? Mm -hmm. I think at first they kind of thought he he was on their side. Yeah. But then when they're like, well, he he acts like he's like a middle ground, but really secretly he's with us. Yeah. The crazy thing is, I think he was like a Bernie Sanders supporter and all this stuff. And the, and the more like that's what his podcast is about is just talking to people and learning. But he's learned and he's he, changed because he takes exactly. informative civil discourse conversations. Right. In the process. He's like. Wait a minute. That's and that's a big no-no on the left, right? Yeah. You're not supposed to think for yourself. Not You're not supposed to educate yourself. To. You're just supposed to sit there and then accept what they tell you to do. Um, but he's obviously a very big threat. I don't know why he decided, hey, he's got the number one podcast in the nation. He's basically untouchable. I'll just be able to do this and everything will be okay. But I, I, people like Rogan, people like uh, Jordan Peterson, they're all going to go after them big time. They're public enemies number one for the left, and they're not going to let them go I by. also love that in this guy's weird uh, rant, he talked about how he, he took ivermectin, which doesn't even do anything for COVID. It's like, oh. Oh, really? Oh. Oh, really? Weird. Call me when you have COVID and we give you some Ivor and you smile three days later. <laughs> then we talk. Well, I mean, it's also like, uh, well, I mean, I it, look, as much as we want to say that he went to like tractor supply and picked it up, like actual doctors are prescribing yeah. ivermectin <laughs> for COVID. Around so, the world. Yes, Around the world. As I'm often told, I'm not a doctor. So I'll, I'll listen to my doctor who... Yeah. prescribes ivermectin for COVID, Ethan Klein. I don't believe he's a, is he a doctor, Marie? No. I don't no. believe he's a doctor. If he was, he's fat, so I wouldn't listen to he's him anyway. He's a doctor of pizza. <laughs> yeah, he's got his doctorate in Domino's. All right, we got to take a break. We'll be back. Yeah,
All right, don't forget, it is a new year. And I look, I'm just saying, if your New Year's resolution was not that you need to go over to wherever you get your audio podcasts while you're listening to your Raycons and subscribe, rate, and review the news and why it matters, I don't know what the hell you're doing with your life. Because anyone who's anyone who has not yet reviewed the show, which, by the way, I do see how many of you are watching this program, and you have not all gone and subscribed, rated, and reviewed the news and why it matters. And one of these days, I'm going to find out who you are. I'll just leave it at that. Uh, you got to go over there, though. It'll take you two seconds. And, you know, conservatives always need a little additional help because the algorithms, uh, they try to make it impossible for people to find our shows. So that will help with the algorithm. It will help more people be able to find the show so that they, too, can hear the news and why it matters. Uh, you also may see your review read live on air, like the one today from Star Spangled Banner. Cool, and there's man. an exclamation point. So they're very excited. It's Star Spangled Banner. Yeah, five stars. Uh, it says, awesome podcast. Love your podcast. You tell it like it is. Keep up the great show. Thank you so much, Star Spangled Banner. We always appreciate it. Uh, so if you say something nice about us, you may see it read live on air. Thank you to Yaku. Uh, make sure that you are following him on social media. Um, he's doing tremendous work. I mean, look, he's a, he's a jack of all trades here, but tremendous work in uh, you know sex trafficking, fighting sex trafficking and things of that nature. You gotta follow him. Also, Marie, we've got about 10 seconds. I want you to tell everyone where they can find you. You can find me at the Marie Oaks on every platform, TikTok, Telegram, Twitter, Facebook, Getter, everywhere. I'm Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.